evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Daniel Carpio of the Inscriber Digital Magazine. And I wanted to give some of my thoughts on what has been the dominant news story in the wrestling world for the past week, amazingly. And that is the story of Cody Rhodes leaving AEW along with his wife, Brandy. And the very real possibility that he is going back to WWE. Now, first things first. It's amazing in the way in almost on the same day that you had news reports come out saying that Stone Cold Steve Austin may be coming back to wrestle the first match in 19 years against Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 38, obviously, in Texas. So Stone Cold makes sense. And with The Undertaker being the first inductee into the 2022 WWE Hall of Fame, when you have normally those two names, that normally dominates a cycle for the last three days. And then you go over to whatever news comes in during the weekend. That wasn't what happened this week, or this past week. This past week has been dominated in many ways by Cody Rhodes and his departure from AEW. Now, just to go over the quick timeline, apparently, like I said, this is starting from the report from Sean Rossap and Fightful at the end of 2021 that Cody... Obviously, a founding member of AEW, one of the executive vice presidents. He apparently has been working without a contract and was negotiating with Tony Khan, the owner of AEW, for a potential new deal. Now, at the time that this came out, Cody was the TNT champion or was on the verge of losing the championship to Sammy Guevara. And most of the thought that came from it like up to that point, up to the 15th, was that, okay, if they're working out a deal, they'll just announce the resigning, they'll focus on what he needs to do for the Revolution pay-per-view and seeing where his character went and that's part of what I'm going to discuss here in a little bit but on the 15th news reports came out that yeah, that Cody was leaving AEW that was the first report that was quickly almost immediately followed up by Cody Rhodes put on a statement. Obviously, Brandy Rhodes put on a statement. And Tony Khan, moments later, putting out that statement, saying, I look said, pretty much thanking the Rhodes family for their time at AEW. Now, normally, when it comes to situations like this, because it is the wrestling world, because it is a world that's largely built on deception. It is a carny business after all. It's 
one of the thoughts that you immediately creep into your mind is, oh, this is a work. This has to be a work. This has to be Cody trying to sell a potential heel turn that he's been, quote-unquote, refusing to do. This could be the way to get into it, and this could be the way that they can break the stipulation, which what happened, if Case, like I said, if you haven't followed AW since inception, you haven't followed AW at all, Cody in the first Full Gear pay-per-view in 2019, he challenged for the AEW title against Chris Jericho. And he put a stipulation on that if he lost, he would never challenge for the AEW world title again as long as he's under contract with AEW. And for the most part, he has kept his word when it comes into that. He has kept his word. And unless I give we're going to get the reports, it looks like he's going to be keeping his word for a bit. Now, what started to happen, interestingly enough, is first, like I said, that thought came into mind that, oh, this is the way to break the stipulation. This, he leaves AW, he does something for like a month or two until the following pay-per-view, then he comes back and he says, I signed a new contract without that stipulation so I can go after Adam Page in his world title. That is what the thought is at the time. But those thoughts were dashed a few moments later when almost everybody that was covering this and we're talking about Sean Rassap, like I mentioned, Fightful, Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Server Newsletter, Wake Heller, PW Torch. When, along with TN, news outlets, TMZ, mainstream entertainment outlet, Mike Carpenter, ESPN, mainstream journalist covering boxing. Even he got a little bit from it now. Obviously, feelings from Carpenter aside, but it tells you how far-reaching this news was and how credible must be that moments after this came out, moments after the statements were put in, it was almost immediately followed by reports of that Cody was in fact considering and very likely going to return to WWE. Now, since those initial reports, everybody that I mentioned and from the wrestling websites has actually done some more digging into the situation, some more painting the picture of what happened and from what I can tell, and probably one of the best people to put it together was Ollie Davis of WrestleTalk. It's a British YouTube channel. One of the main 
YouTube wrestling channels out there. But he also, like I said, also is, is very careful with putting out, at least putting out timeless and information in. He noted that this has been an issue for months and it's an issue that mainly boils to the fact that Cody felt that he was losing creative control. He felt that doing a heel turn would hurt his outside endeavors and his public image outside. And most of all, he felt that as probably a founding member of AEW and pretty much what can be considered a spiritual bag, flag bearer of AEW, that he should be paid as much money as a CM Punk, who is probably the highest paid wrestler right now in AEW. That's happened, then obviously there's been reports that the AEW locker room was particularly thrilled that he was gone. And particularly with Brandy in that front. But you paint that picture and then you go into WWE. You go to WWE now. There's two ways of looking at this. Like I said, and one of the ways is what I mentioned before, that this has to be a work. This has to be some sort of deception because in Cody's case he's been out of WWE since 2016 because he asked for his release and it's no secret that he has had issues with WWE particularly Vince Triple H when it came to how they viewed him on the card and because of how they viewed him on the card and obviously other things that changed this game is obviously the, the most infamous one being the Stardust gimmick he asked for his release in 2016 and has pretty much had taken the opportunity to take shots at WWE and Triple H in particular <laughs> to go from that to doing that in the indies going to Japan, joining with the Bullet Club, to forming AEW, a company that has made it known that they will take shots at WWE whenever they feel necessary, or whenever they just feel like it, and to go from that to going back to WWE, you would think, no, that has to be impossible. That can't actually happen. That's why most people know this has to be a work. There just has to be a way to write Cody off for a few months. And then he comes back in the summer. He'll come back as a heel. He'll come back and try to destroy AEW from within. Give us an all-time heel run. But, unfortunately, the main threat that has tied all the reporting together when it comes to Cody leaving has been that the money was a major, if not the major factor in his departure. 
And if you're leaving the position where you're not only an on-screen character, you're one of the main guys. You're also an executive that works on outside endeavors. You have your TV shows, obviously, and TBS. You have the reality show, Roads to the Top, which nobody really knows the future of right now. When it comes into how they're going to be that, because that's on TNT. That's going to be interesting to see how they're going to shape that up. To go from that, when you have that much security, that much responsibility, and then going to WWE, where you have felt creatively stymied, is an interesting dynamic. It is an interesting thing to look at when you look at it and say, you know, I don't think it'll work. I don't think he'll do it. But with money being, like I said, possibly the major factor in this happening, WWE right now is the only company that probably would be willing and considering they've been resigning people lately. They've they resigned Kevin Owens, who up to when he resigned was almost seen as the next major WWE guy to go to AEW. Sami Zayn resigning, another guy that you figured like that he would be dying to go out on with AEW. To think earlier today, the reports were that AJ Styles, who obviously has had a great career, has had a de- very decent WWE run. You go from that to him re-signing, effectively taking him off the table for AEW. If that's been happening, and apparently big money was being discussed when these re-signings were happening, WWE is the only company that is going to have the resources to give Cody the money that he thinks he deserves. But the money really isn't the factor what's playing here. The money is just mainly like a pound from it when compared to what the impact of this has been. That's like one of the main reasons why this has dominated the wrestling news cycle. It's the fact that since the inception of AEW, there's been this belief that these companies have to be at a war, at a ratings war. Obviously, WWE had didn't help with when Dynamite was launched. You put NXT on the same night, pretty much counter-programming, doing certain moves to do counter-program AEW and such in that front. But... When you look at how WWE does things and you look how AEW does things, even they play to two different audiences with some overlap in between, but they're two distinct audiences that they're playing for. And that overlaps was having the situation happen where it has to be a war. And yeah, AEW is the second largest promotion in the US mainly just in the financial muscle of the Khan family alone. 
And because it has been in that notion that it's been mainly the Khan family that has been pushing this. It has helped AW at that point, and in the fans' minds, be seen as the number two and be seen as the company that'll do what WCW wasn't able to do, which is take out Vince McMahon, take out the WWE. But then, when you start looking at outside of the fans' picture, and this is the area where this, if Cody does in fact go to WWE, it'll be a major, major coup for WWE. Is on the outside, outside of the wrestling fan bubble, how this will be viewed. Because, like we mentioned, creatively, and in the fans' eyes, they're number two. They're head to head to corner war. But when you look at the financials and the actual money situation happening, you see WWE on one end posting the most profitable year they had and not only posting the most profitable year that they had they were posting that it's likely to get larger as more television rights fees come up or even streaming rights fees come along they're a multi-billion dollar publicly traded company AW is not. AW is a private company, and the only major thing that we know financially is something that Tony Khan has admitted himself, which is that he was at an eight-figure loss due to the video game that should be coming out. And if that's the case, then that doesn't put them in the same field in the business world and this is where this is going to play because that little overlap of fans that AEW and WWE have those are probably the people that will play the biggest factor in how the news is perceived Cody showing up and WWE having decades more experience when it comes to marketing compared to AEW. They showed it last night on Raw making various little Easter egg references to Cody Rhodes. Whether it was The Miz, whether it was Edge, whether it was their Twitter account, they've made references. So, when you have that going, you can shape the narrative a lot better than AEW can. Because right now, the main thing when it comes to this wrestling war has been who's coming from WWE to AEW. What release wrestler is going to show up at AEW? Who's going to be one of the game changers for AEW? an AEW guy going to WWE. It was going to happen eventually. 
Brian Cage was likely was going to be pegged as the first. And he's not going to be first. <laughs> it's it looks to be Cody. And like I mentioned, WWE having decades more marketing experiences than AEW just just on the fact that they existed longer can also shape the perception of what this means. Because while among the initial fan bases there shouldn't be much happening. Cody wasn't really well liked now by the fans at AEW. By the time he left and Brandy was pretty much universally reviled in a way. So there's a sentiment that oh, them leaving won't really affect AEW. They'll just continue on. There'll be now more room for other matches. But WWE will easily, easily be able to sell the fact that person leading this charge look where he's at now he's back here which like I said with the fans coming into it you'll see what plays into it but when it comes to WWE the fans are not going to be the main targets the main targets are advertisers marketing personnel corporations that maybe talks with AEW. You show them this, and with the experience that they have, they can sell the fact that maybe this company isn't as stable as it is, as it appears. Maybe there's a more cracks in the foundation than even Tony Khan's one in the show. And in the business world, that can play huge, huge dividends. That can lead some partners, potential business partners of AW, to walk away or to reevaluate. And you may not be around for us to fully benefit from a partnership. And that's where this situation becomes the most dangerous. Not only like your perception that you have a founding member of AEW going to WWE, but the fact that what it can do in the business world, how much it can impact AEW in the business world, that is where things really, really, really get hairy. For AEW, for Tony Khan. And how is this going to be played out? I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. Because it could just be ignored. Or it could 
literally show that maybe there's should be some concern in AW. Actually, another factor is what has come out that some people believe that there are some budget issues with AEW when it comes to giving out certain contracts. And personally, that's what I was afraid of after last year's All Out. When you had Punk's first match coming back, you had the debut of Adam Cole, you had the debut of Brian Danielson minutes after. I actually put out, I put it out on Twitter, this is either the start of the next great wrestling war, or this is the day that the balance sheet broke for AEW. And there are some signs that it's gonna, it's shaping up to be the latter because there is some sentiment now out there that AEW is gonna be working on a more stringent budget hoping to get better TV revenue contracts in 2024. But with the way Tony Khan reacts to certain things, like last week's Dynamite going from 1. I think 1 or 1.2 million viewers to a little over 850,000 a dramatic drop and this is after he announced that somebody's coming in through the forbidden door and it was a debut of Keith Lee and Jay White showing up for a little bit for New Japan unfortunately Tony has had a track record of whenever the ratings go down he tries to make a huge announcement to try to get the ratings to go up the announcement gets made it may be not what the fans want or not as big or he oversells and then the ratings go back down. It also could be a situation where Warner Media is looking at it and they may not be liking it even though from the figures, from the demo, when it comes to advertising to their initial expectations for ratings, it is exceeding those expectations. But... We also have to remember that the person that greenlit AEW on TNT for Warner Media is no longer there. And Warner Media, through its various incarnations in the past, especially when it came to WCW, there was always a faction within, at the time, Time Warner Media, when Ted Turner merged with Time Warner, that. A good amount of that boardroom didn't want wrestling on the show. And that got further confirmed when they merged with AOL, which was probably the final, was, well, well, it really was the final nail in the coffin for WCW. You may have a similar situation right now happening. You may see in Warner Media, maybe a group in the boardroom, a group in the business side that doesn't want wrestling at all. That may be trying to find any way to get rid of AEW. And this may give them ammunition. Not only the rings falling out, but the fact that a founding member is now leaving and going to their biggest competitor. That's what's shaping up, I think, the news when it comes to Cody. Now, in my opinion, is Cody headed to WWE? 
to me it does depend how much the money was actually a factor if money was the main reason he left then yeah he's going to WWE they're, they're gonna pay him money to pay they're smart enough to know what this means if it's other areas where it's creative control how you build when it comes to booking then I could see no I then I could see Cody probably doing a bit of an un, a second round of indie runs because the first one was to prove to WWE that he was more than a make card guy and this time around it maybe to show AEW I am worth CM Punk money But it all depends how much money is a factor into it. And with WrestleMania being around the corner and <laughs> Vince needing to sell out ATT Stadium two nights in a row. Yeah, there's a very high probability that Cody will show up. And in many ways, WWE does actually need Cody. Not from a power standpoint. Not from like a star standpoint, but from him being the biggest person, the major defection going in. And if they treat Cody so high decently, that'll be the template for other people to maybe look at WWE and say, yeah, I'm signed with AEW, but I'm not doing as well as I thought I should. And maybe, maybe going to WWE, maybe they actually the right move, even though I didn't believe it before. Because look how they treated Cody after he came back. That's going to be the tale. We won't know until a little bit. Obviously, like I mentioned, they, they teased enough on Raw to at least show that there's probably talks. There are probably talks that are serious. Who knows? Cody might just show up on SmackDown this Friday. And if he does, then then you know what then you know he's gonna be heading to a pretty decent program in WrestleMania. But like I said, those are my thoughts. I'll put and piece together and it'll be able to be read later on tonight or tomorrow. But thank you for joining me. My name is Daniel Carpio, Dean Scrammer Digital Magazine. And I am out.